Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the 608 Sports Podcast. We welcome on our second-ever special guest, and we talk about NFL recap and NFL playoffs with him. We also invite him to be our first guest to join us in our top five of the week. We'll round out the show with college basketball recap, bums and breakouts, and, of course, our bets of the week. You don't want to miss this one, folks. Okay, let's go. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God. Loose. Oh, my God. At the 30. No. 10. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis miracle. Stephon Diggs and the Minnesota Vikings have lost up on the New Orleans Saints. 25-30. 35. midfield. A chance to return the opening kickoff for six. He'll take it to the house. With the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA Draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis Adetokounmpo. Throws it up for Aiden. Shot blocked by Adetokounmpo. Knocked away and stolen by Holiday. Phoenix has to foul. And Adetokounmpo throws it down. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. Welcome to episode 10 of the 608 Sports Podcast. Today is January 5th, 2022. Kind of weird to say that. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Hope everyone had a great holiday, and we figured we'd start the year out right and welcome on a special guest. So we're going to have Zach Van Wee on with us throughout um, throughout the podcast to go through college football playoff, uh, some NFL recap, and then some playoff preview. Z, welcome, buddy. How are you doing? What's up, gentlemen? Appreciate you having me on. All right, so we're going to just jump right into it. Uh, we're going to go uh, Georgia-Bama. Yeah. Obviously, um, we saw kind of what we expected to see. I guess not so much with the Michigan game. We thought that we both said that that one was going to be closer than it was. Um, But we talked about it about halftime. We're like, we're so stupid. It was so easy to just (laughs) pick locks, right? Like it was so clear that it was going to be Georgia and Bama, you know, like Michigan was, they were there, but they were never going to have a chance. You know, it was always like, we, we had been talking about it all year. And then all of a sudden the week, week before we're like, Oh yeah, Michigan will keep this one close. Like, no. No, that was never going to happen. So I don't know why we thought that. Um, but we get the Georgia-Bama rematch, uh, I think, as most people expected. Yep. Uh, since he just undermatched completely against yeah. the Bama team that just is more athletic. Um, and then Georgia, just better coach team, I think. Again, kind of the same thing, though. 
like more talent. I don't know. Those SEC dudes are just different. I think it's yeah. just a different kind of speed and size. Like, and Michigan just couldn't keep up. They're all, their D line or Georgia's D line is babying Michigan's O line. Like it wasn't even close. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hutchinson, they didn't do anything either. I mean, he was about their only chance to potentially cause a little bit of disruption on the defensive side. But like like you said, they just freaking manhandled Michigan. Honestly, like since both he sides looked, of the ball. Since he looked like they belong more than Michigan on the field. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Point. But I it's think like, that almost speaks to like how good Georgia is. Yes, yeah. they lost in the SEC championship, but I just think like Georgia is that much better than yeah. everybody else. That's what like, I think too. I mean – We'll obviously see coming up here um, how it's going to play out with Georgia-Bama, but it's just like, I don't know. Um, so we're looking at the spread right now is Georgia minus three. The over-under is 52. Um, you guys want to make a pick? Everybody want to make a pick? Yep. All right. So I go ahead. Georgia minus three in the over. In the over. Yep. Interesting. I'm going to go Bama. Just because I know it sounds stupid. I just I just said it. I think Georgia's that better team, but it's just, dude, you cannot bet against Saban in a big game like this. Yeah. You just can't do it. Uh, I just I I just think Saban owns the SEC. He owns college football. I think somehow Bama finds a way to get this done. I'm actually gonna go with the under as well. Um, I just think Georgia's defense is gonna play tough, but I think Bama finds a way to get it done. Zeep. Yeah, I'm with you, Max. I, I think it, it comes down to a lot of times in the big games is quarterback play. And, I mean, if you had to give me the choice of having Bryce Young or Stetson Bennett, I'll take the Heisman. So, if, yeah. if there's maybe one one difference between the two teams, it's probably that. So, yeah. I'll take I'll take Bama and the over. I think it'll probably be a shootout because, I mean, the defenses are good, but – their offensive talent is just they're so quick on the edges and yeah. running backs and stuff. So I just it's like tough, every- like you said, Max, too. It's it's tough to go against Saban. It's just he's right. he's proven in these big games and until someone beats him consistently, it's it's tough to go yep. against the guy. This year, Kirby. Yeah. Uh speaking hey. of uh I guess college coaches and like the landscape of uh, college football and stuff. There's been a lot of talk recently since uh, the New Year's Eve games uh, with the playoff semis about Harbaugh leaving for the NFL. Thoughts, boys? He knows he'll never win at Michigan, so might as well go chase the contract. Chase the contract, and I think he would easily get brought in because everywhere he's been, he's won. I mean, he's turned some things around for a lot of teams and programs, so, I mean, if you're – bottom barrel NFL there's not there's no harm in taking a chance on him I mean unless he really loves Michigan but right so I saw a lot of things um you know talking about possible destinations for him and stuff and it seems like the Bears are at the top of the list so (laughs) I decided I would reach out to Joko today because that has got to be the worst case scenario for Joey Connor and he he texts me back he's like god I hope not I'll be so sad (laughs) He's I like saw the Raiders too. He's so, like Harbaugh we'll is such a hate, an easy guy to hate over there at Michigan. Yeah, I hope not. I nice. just I was geeking so bad about that. Yes, I saw the Raiders as well. But realistically, the Bears does make a lot of sense. Like he played there, so. Mm-hmm. 
but I I think he'll stay. Truthfully, like yeah, if I had to too. make it, if yeah. I had to make a assumption, I would say he'll stay. But again, like I see what you're saying, Z. Like he he's never gonna win at Michigan. Like, no, and I mean, it's it's tough if if he got a contract similar to what Gruden got. I mean, if you stick hundred million dollars under someone's nose to go coach in the NFL, it's it's tough to pass that up. You know, it's. Plus, like, I feel like the college, the college world for head coaches is so much harder. Like, it sounds stupid, like, but like, think about the full long term year round commitment, like where you have to go get guys constantly, like you're constantly in the recruiting process, like the NFL, like you're just scheming. It's more X's and O's than anything, really. Right. Like there's nothing outside of just coaching. Mm -hmm. And for guys like him, like maybe coaching, like just wanting to win a football game and go week by week is probably a little bit better for like a hardball who hates losing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's amazing to see how quickly a program can change too. I mean, you look at Oklahoma, they now have lost both quarterbacks, their top wide receiver and some talent on the defensive side of the ball within two weeks of, of Lincoln leaving. So it's, yeah. I, don't, I feel bad for the college players because these coaches that they can bolt whenever they want. And the players, yeah. are, they're kind of, they're kind of trapped there. You know, it's, they go ahead and transfer a year and then they set out and these, these coaches, they just, they'll bolt before the season's even over. So it's. Well, right. Like that, the Oregon, Oklahoma, or the Oregon. Yeah. It was Oregon, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Neither of them had a head coach in a bowl game. Like, yeah. It's crazy. And then the one decision the kids get to make for themselves is if they play in the bowl game and then just catch heat for that too. If they don't yeah. play, it's like very dumb. Then you got something that happens to Matt Corral. He's arguably top three quarterback going in. He gets yeah. hurt. I mean, it, it could have been yeah, career threatening and it's just because he wanted to play for his guys. And Yeah. Right. Uh, where do you think Caleb Williams is going? I don't know. Yeah. yeah Conference? Know. Give me a conference. SEC. SEC. I think he'll go to the Pac-12. I think he's going to go to USC. That's what I was going to say. He might follow him. It seemed yeah. like yeah. they had a pretty good relationship. So Yeah, I think so, too. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I mean, maybe he'll be like, okay, you left us, but also maybe Lincoln told him, I'm yeah. going to USC, yeah. come with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they kind of <laughs> let it, they kind of let it blow over for a little bit, and then he decided to answer, enter the transfer portal, and he's going mm-hmm. with him. Uh, you know, like you never know, but maybe that's maybe that is a conversation that was had. He told so, rather go to the wrong USC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'm going to USC. <laughs> Commits to South Carolina. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Uh so anything else, college football? No. No. All Mon- right. Monday night. I just hope it's a good game. Me too. The, and it the should semis, be. The semis were a letdown. Uh, and they it, have been, I think, for the last yeah, five yeah. years. Have we had a good one? Most of them, Ohio State, Clemson. That's about it. Yeah, right. I mean, and then all the national, and then all the national championships have been like really good. It's just like the semifinals have been trash, which is like maybe another argument for expanding the playoff, right? Like, okay, so the top four teams haven't looked that great, but how was how does the fourth team look against the eighth best team in the country? You know, stuff like that. Like, it would be kind of interesting to see what would happen if they were to. Because then it might actually make some of these bowl games more interesting. Because, like, you look at the other bowl games, a lot of them have been really, really good. So, yeah. it's like 
maybe it's just not the best situation to put the top four against, you know, each other. Let, let's, let's bring in another eight te- or another four teams at least and see how that works out. Maybe it'll make for a little bit better TV. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start uh, NFL with the bears giants. Um, not much going on in this one. It's pretty meaningless, obviously <laughs> bears, 29 giants, three. Um, only thing is kind of the Harbaugh thing. What's going to happen there yeah. um, with the front office in Chicago. Obviously they are moving on from Nagy, right? Like, yeah, he's done. It should be a done deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other flip side of it is they've, the giants fired their GM, but they're keeping their head coach. And it sounds like they're keeping Daniel Jones. Yeah, They already announced he's starting next year. That's, Which, that's why I had that down. I don't there. understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, they got to shake something up. It's brutal. <laughs> that often, I mean, the Bears yeah. are bad, but the Giants are way worse. And that's yeah. saying something. Yes. Least amount of wins in the last five seasons, I think. Yeah. For sure. It's terrible. It's you, bring Eli, you bring Eli out of the booth. No shit. Fuck, he can't mean, be any be worse. Better. They'd for sure be better. I'm yeah. telling you, it would be better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot like this off season is going to get really interesting with not only like players being shipped and players being drafted, but just like front office changes. Like I just don't, the giants philosophy of keeping the GM or firing the GM, but keeping the two most important pieces that a GM should have the decision to make. Right. Like that's basically the main job of the GM is to find a head coach and a quarterback and you're going to keep those two guys and get rid of your GM. <laughs> Makes no sense yeah. to me at all. Um, oh, who knows? Yeah. If they want to get a high-profile GM in there, they might just say that, I want my guy in there. So if, if he's going to take the job, they, it might come down to Mr. Judge and Danny packing their bags. So right. yes, we'll see. For sure. It's just a weird statement to make. Like, yeah, we're going to stick with these two, but bring in a new GM. Like, it just sets yourself up for failure almost because then it's hard to bring in a GM. Like you said, like, are they really going to come to the table and say, if you want me, these two guys that you said you're standing by have to be gone? Like, I don't know. It'll be – it's tough to say. Uh, And then the next game, pretty meaningless again. (laughs) Obviously, the Patriots needed a win um, just to keep – the seeding hopes alive. There's a little bit that they can move, which we'll talk about a little bit, but Pat's 50 Jags 10. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's, I got nothing. Yeah. First um, part of all that game was Damian Harris going down. Screwed me. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have had him in the first place. So let's not even talk about that. I had him in a couple. The old oh, double whammy. That's tough. Um, but if everything stays how it's supposed to right now, it's shaping up fourth seed, Buffalo, fifth seed Patriots. So it'd be the Pats going to Buffalo um, in the, you know, the first round of the playoffs. Be interesting. Be a hell of a game. Yeah. Um, there is obviously some room for some stuff to shake up. Uh, so not really like want to talk about that a hundred percent. Like, okay, Patriots bills is a lock. It's definitely not. Um, but it would be crazy to see for sure. Um, and then we've got Rams 20, Ravens 19. Uh, not a great game from the Rams, really. No, not against the bad Ravens D that 
practice squad D that was out there last <laughs> week. But yeah, Stafford hasn't looked too too good the last no, two weeks. Two picks. Especially especially when you run him out as your fantasy quarterback. Yeah. He's just he's missed a lot of throws. I uh, it's like, yeah, they were all talking, okay, you know, if he moves the Rams, then you're gonna see the greatest, like, you know, Stafford that we've ever seen. But like, can you really take the Lions out of a guy that has yeah. been there for 16 yeah. years or whatever <laughs> the hell it is? Like he's still the Lions quarterback for yeah. that one. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like uh, Rams are could possibly fall to the fifth seed, which is pretty nuts considering like all the early season talk. Like, yeah. where is your confidence in the Rams right now, boys? Z, go ahead. Like we said, I mean, it all comes down to Stafford still their quarterback. He's never won a playoff game, so. Of the NFC teams out there that, I mean, the Packers could potentially play, they're honestly lower on my list of teams that worry me. And they got so many high-profile guys on their defense, but they get shredded all the time. So if you can just kind of contain Cup, it's they're not that scary of a team, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm a Z. Um, I wouldn't be nervous or scared, I don't think, especially if they have to travel anywhere I think they'd be fine maybe at home indoors but I mean you get them out on the frozen tundra I mean that's just not not for them but their defense can cause havoc but they would need to have a huge game I think to win a game in the playoffs yeah we've also seen like a lot of these like not like necessarily to this extent but like teams forming kind of like super teams with all these high profile guys but like you got to think about it. Like a lot of these high profile guys are in, you know, on their downslope of their career. Like obviously Aaron Donald's at the peak of his career right now. Ramsey's still right there, but like, you know, Von Miller is old Stafford old OBJ hasn't looked great in five years. Like, you know what I mean? Like these, these, those three out of the five really are on the downslope and you could make an argument that Ramsey is too. Like, yes, he's very good, but like, He's still also getting older, um, especially at the cornerback position. So it's just, I, I like you guys said, I wouldn't be afraid really to play the Rams, especially coming to Lambeau. I do like McVay, though. I think he is a good coach. but For mm-hmm. sure. I just feel like it was almost forced. Like, they put so much pressure yeah. on it by making all these moves. You know, like, they they after all these moves happen, like, oh, okay, the Rams are clear-cut favorites. Well, you know, when you – when you bring those guys in, you add that much more pressure too, right? Like, and like for McVay, he's all about like building a program, right? It's almost like a college coach in that sense. Like yeah. he builds a program, he builds these guys to fit to his schemes and stuff. And when you bring in two guys mid season, it's kind of hard to do that. Yep. Um, so then moving on to the Bucks game. Um, so we got Bucks 28, Jets 25. Uh, I think honestly, I'm not even going to say, I'm going to say it. The biggest story of this game was the Bucks were down 14 to the Jets at one point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's forget all the AB stuff. They were down 14 <laughs> and they had to make a couple last minute drives to come back and win this game against the Jets. Um, so I'm a little bit worried about the Bucks too. If I'm a Bucks fan, like they haven't looked that great and they're hurt everywhere. Um, and then obviously we can talk about the AB stuff. So I don't really know. Um, there was some stuff that came out today. It sounds like AB was hurt 
and the people on in his corner, like his agent, and I, he must have a personal doctor or something, suggested that he didn't play. Um, so then Arians told him he should go in, and he refused. So Arians kind of told him to take a walk. Um, again, this is all just came out today. So who knows the truth to that? Maybe that's just another A-B cover-up because yeah. he's had those in the past. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Probably a cover-up. <laughs> but – I don't know. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen, I think, on an NFL field. Yeah, right behind Miles Garrett fucking trying to <laughs> D-head somebody. Dude, that was that was more out there. I think my favorite – one of my favorite pictures is him standing on the freaking sidewalk waiting for his Uber yes. outside of MetLife. Like, yeah. <laughs> shit. I saw – dude, the, all the memes are great. Like, oh, there yeah. was, like, one where he – was a cheerleader was so fucking funny. <laughs> It was also the one where he was like on the wing of the plane. Oh yeah. And he yeah. was like A B trying to hitch a ride back to Tampa. And he was just like hanging on the wing of the airplane. Well shit, he was courtside at the Nets game the, the next night. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's just he going on a bender. A single. No. He's no. either got CT, he was off the henny, or he's just cracked out. It's one of <laughs> one of the three. Yeah, I don't – I mean, something's obviously not right. Like, if you look at, like, the timeline of A.B.'s career and all the crazy shit he's gone through, like, something – he's got something going on yeah. up top for sure. And, like, I, I don't know if you guys saw the Brady interview afterwards, but yeah. he's like, hopefully, like, he can get the help that he needs that mm-hmm. clearly, like, we can't give him. And, like, if anybody knows what's going on in A.B.'s life, it's probably the guy that he let live – or, you know, that he took under his wing and, like, let him live with and yeah. stuff. So obviously there's something not right there, um, but yeah, I, craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I know AB's made a lot of money, but he's probably not going to play this year. I wouldn't assume. So he did lose on all those incentives that he had. I think he needed eight more receptions, like 55 more yards, one more touchdown, 333 thousand a piece. So I know he's got money, and like, but still that would that'd be shitty. I wonder if he's looking back now. Probably not because he's <laughs> kind of odd. But give him a week. Then it might sink in. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, he was literally at the – he went to dinner, the Nets game that, <laughs> the next night. Like, dude, what is – Guy just doesn't care, I guess. Well, he's all promoting his next – like, I think he's got a Netflix show now. There was there was another video of him in an Uber. He was like, oh, yeah, oh, you check out my new Netflix show, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's just out there. Fuck. Yeah. Did you see T.O. said he would yeah. he would suit up if yeah. Brady gave him a call? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Brady needs more help. But Well, he could. I mean, they're down a lot of guys right now, but I don't think oh, T.O. Yeah. would I be. I, I, would, I would say he should probably call up his boy Julian Edelman, though. That might not hurt. No, yeah. Randy could still probably catch a few passes, too. No kidding. Facts. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I'm the biggest takeaway from that game, obviously uh, AB news aside though, is just like Tampa being down two scores to the jets who yeah. have been terrible. Yeah. And it's just like the NFC was shaping up to be a way better looking side than the AFC. And now it kind of feels like it's shifted it's, back where the I AFC is a little tougher it's about 50, 50. or it's even now. I think it's about even, but. Like, because now you've got the Colts that are in contention. You've got um, the Eagles that came out of nowhere in the NFC. And then you've got, you know, the Tampa's trending downward. uh, The Rams trending downward. Chiefs obviously trending up. Bills, I would say, trending up. 
Cowboys up and down at the same time. Patriots kind of the same weeks. thing, mm-hmm. up and down. So, um, yeah. All right, Bills twenty nine, Falcons fifteen. Um, Falcons kept this one at least like close, yeah. right? Um, Bills have been hot lately, uh, the last three weeks for sure. Um, we've talked about it in the last couple of weeks. The running game has been huge for them starting to open up the field a little bit for Allen and um, their defense has now yeah. kind of become that defense that everyone was talking about preseason. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think the bills got, got a chance to run with anybody. Uh, in uh, the yeah. AFC for sure. They can. <clears throat> Z? Yeah, I think, I think they're probably the most dangerous team in the AFC, honestly, because they go toe to toe with Kansas city pretty well on both sides. Yeah, Tennessee sure. probably might be the worst number one seed in the history of the NFL. So, I, I guess if Henry, if Henry back. comes back, who knows? He's coming back. Yeah. But still, he hasn't played all year. But yeah. And they're trending towards, like, getting healthier, too. Like, yeah. I, as far as I know, like, I think Julio's coming back again, right? And A.J. Brown has been healthy for a couple weeks in a row now. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, they're getting healthier. Um, I still don't trust Tannehill, though. But. Me either. No. Especially because he looked so bad um, so many times this season, like four or five turnovers in a couple games. Yeah. Like, just gross. Um, uh, for the Falcons, though, uh, again, this is another team that's going to have to make some moves, Yeah, I think, in the offseason. I mean, their season turned out fine. Like, preseason, I literally thought they were going to win, like, three games. I don't know. That was just me. And then – their season ended up just fine, um, even without their, even without Ridley taking seventy five percent of the year off. So, be interesting to see what happens with him too. Yeah, because like yeah, he's he's he a can, huge playmaker for them. And they, and he, he's got a lot of trade value, right? I would say. And then, like, if you compare him with Pitts, like who Pitts obviously broke the record for rookie yardage and yeah. a uh, for a tight end, like. I mean, they have some offensive firepower. It's just whether or not really what they're going to do at the quarterback position. I don't think Matt Ryan's done yet, but he's definitely there, like, towards the end of his career where it's time to start looking somewhere else. Yeah. Um, And then you got to figure out what's going on with Ridley. It's weird we haven't heard anything about that, though. I mean, I literally hasn't been a peep about him at all. No. Which – it's kind of strange in today's it's just world. Like me- it was just like mental health, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but it's been no, eight I- to ten weeks or something like that since he's mm-hmm. took leave from the team. It's just strange. We've heard no updates or anything. Yeah. Uh, and then Bengals Chiefs, uh, thirty-four, thirty-one Bengals. Um, Bengals are back. <laughs> yep, yeah. won the division. Bengals are all the way back. This is that team that we saw the first six or seven weeks or whatever it was where they were red hot offensively, couldn't get stopped. Burrow looks like an MVP-type quarterback again. I think, what, 525 and then 450 or something this week? Yeah. I mean, the dude's just slinging the rock. I'll tell you guys right now, that's who I want for my quarterback next year. Uh, he's on Johnny Moore's team, I think, right? Yeah, he's on so the he's going to have to be – he's going to have to get dropped. dropped. Yeah. Yeah, because he's I got I might that. take him in the first round. That's who <laughs> won me. He won me my ship in the Bobbers League, and everybody – I didn't draft a quarterback for, like, 12 rounds, yeah, remember? Yeah. And I took Burrow, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, what the hell? You don't have a quarterback yet? I'm like, I'm riding Joey B. <laughs> yeah. 
and I rode him all year, and he ended up fucking winning me the ship yeah. this year. So I was hot. Um, but yeah, Bengals defense. Uh, I, I mean, obviously giving up thirty-one isn't great, but they they have the ability to you know make some stops when they need to, and if the offense is rolling like that. Shit, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Your defense just has to make a couple stops on, you know, third and long or, you know, in the red zone, hold the field goal or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, Jamar Chase, that dude is an animal. He is going to be nasty for a long time. Mm-hmm. He can score from anywhere on the field, too. That's – at the end, they were just freaking throwing the ball up to him. How do you not double a guy after he has 200 on you? That's what I'll never understand. <laughs> and then I they mean, left him wide open. On third and twenty-seven, and you got you got the guy singled up on him on the outside. I should have taken him instead of Pitts. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm curious. What's your guys' opinion on Zach Taylor going for it on fourth down? I, I mean, don't know. It, it it worked out, but I think that's one of the most boneheaded calls I've ever seen. I don't know. We've had this conversation a lot going for it on fourth and if it's good or bad um, in that situation, playing against the chiefs. Um, I think you go, but I don't know if it's a normal game, if, but I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. their offense has just been so hot lately, like the last two weeks, I think. And they, you know, it's kind of, it comes down to who do you trust more your offense to go get the first down or do you trust your defense? To I, don't stop Mahomes? I don't even remember. How far was it? It was fourth and one. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I'm there was, okay. I think there was. If you can't get one yard in the NFL, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think there that's was 40 how I, That's seconds. how I look at it, but. I just think it comes down to, like, they've been the hottest offense in the league the last yeah. two weeks, really, right? Like, yeah. and do you trust your the hottest offense in the league to go get you one yard, or do you trust your defense to stop Mahomes? Yeah. No, I would take my offense that hasn't been able to get stopped in two straight weeks. Yeah. You know, like there's some times where I'm totally against going for it, but there's times like that with fourth and one with, you know, an offense that has been virtually unstoppable. You, you go for it. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's so situational and yeah. it's like, you have to like, not only just think about, okay, it's fourth and one, but it's also fourth and one and we've had a great offense or it's fourth and one and we haven't yeah. worked that great or it's fourth and one and our defense has been playing lights out. Do we trust our defense? Probably you trust your defense in that situation. It just, it's, yeah, it's all so situational. It's just hard to, it's not like, okay, fourth and one, go for it every time or fourth and three, don't go for it every time. It really depends on like how, how your team has been playing really. Um, so chiefs, could have sealed the one seed last week, I believe, with a win and a Titans loss. Now they need a Titans loss and a win. Um, obviously, the Bengals clinched the division, uh, so it sounds like they're resting starters next week because yeah. they can't move. I don't think they can even move from the – I think they're in the four right now yeah. or they're in the three, and they, they can't move regardless, so they're sitting everybody. Um. Chiefs, I, I don't know. They, I, mean, I thought they could move. Let's see here. <clears throat> I do like the Bengals. I just feel like they're going to lose in the first round. Maybe not, but I, they're definitely building something. I still feel like they're a defensive guy or one more successful draft pick away from being really, really good. But that's just me. 
Um, yeah, so if, if Buffalo or New England win and Cincy loses, Cincy will drop to the four, which, I mean, then you move from playing the Colts versus the AFC East runner-up. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, Indy's got the potential to, to cause a lot of problems just because they can hand it JT 30 times, but yeah. I don't know. The Bengals might know run can beat you in the, the next couple of years. Truth. Especially if with Burrow, especially if Lamar can't stay healthy. I mean, that really is their division to lose. Now mm-hmm. their defense would is definitely better than the Ravens defense, I'd say. And they have more weapons yeah. like outside of Andrews and Hollywood. Like there's not much going on for the Ravens. Just, this That is how you rebuild. You just draft the most talented guys in the freaking draft. And that's all you have to do I every mean, single time. Absolutely. I don't think they've it. signed anyone. I don't think like not really. I you draft the best players. I don't care if you have three wide receivers, you just draft the best player and get mm-hmm. them on your team. I mean, they've got what three guy three wide receivers under 23. Yeah. Tyler Boyd, uh T, T. Higgins and Higgins, Jamari Chase. Yeah. And then Mixon's 24. Burrow is 26 now. Yeah, so or then we'll... you go O line or whatever you need on defense and hopefully it works out and but <clears throat> I mean, they're they, just took, they took a lot of heat for taking Jamar Chase over that left tackle. Have we heard one thing about the left tackle all year? No. I mean, so usually you don't, but right. Panay is that his name? But it's just like, dude, you just gotta take the best guys there. Well, and it was an an even no brainer with Joey B playing quarterback. Like, right? Oh, for sure. Like, there's yeah, no question. All right. Well, moving on, Titans 34, Dolphins 3. Uh, I think, I mean, I wouldn't say this was entirely expected. Dolphins have been playing pretty hot. Titans yeah, we haven't talked been about that... their schedule being ass cheeks. Right. So, um, but. but we didn't think the Dolphins would make playoffs just because they had some tough games coming up. Uh, I thought this game would definitely be a little bit closer just because, like I said, the Titans haven't been playing that great. Um, but – Titans have been getting healthier, as I said. Uh, and then, I mean, they pretty much have the one seed locked. I can't remember who they have next week, but it's somebody pretty – I think they have Houston. Houston. Yeah. 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 Um, who did beat them earlier in the year. And have been <laughs> tough for some teams lately. Yeah. Like, they've played some close games. Yeah. So, it's not like a surefire thing, obviously. Um, and we've seen Tannehill be really bad. Um, and that was a game that he was really bad in. It was with Houston, right? Yeah. He had five turnovers against Houston. I think he had four picks and a fumble. So, I always forget he's a converted wide receiver. Tannehill is? Yeah. What? I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> yep. Where did he go to college? Texas A&M, I think. Really? What the fuck? I had no idea. I'm pretty sure. But Dolphins, Dolphins, anything, Z, on the Dolphins? Like you said, I mean, they won seven in a row, but they didn't play anyone. So yeah. Right. Yeah, they played good teams and lost seven in a row early in the year. So It didn't, right. it didn't help that it was shitty weather because you could tell Tua, Tua likes his nice conditions. Oh, and 75 and sunny. He'll freaking rip it. He, but. <laughs> but shit, if you put a little freaking rain on the ball, he's he's throwing it everywhere. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's he's definitely a 
a southern southern quarterback. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, Hawaii to Bama to yeah. Miami. Yeah. yeah, must be nice. <laughs> Never seen snow in his life. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dolphins seem to have like a decent roster um, moving forward. Like they don't have to do a ton of changing up. I'd still be interesting to see if they pursue Deshaun in the offseason for sure. Uh, just because I don't know what's going on with the Deshaun thing. And Deshaun could definitely be somebody that will help a lot of teams go from, you know, middle of the pack to contenders. Um, so, it'll, like I said, like I said this last week a lot, like this offseason is going to have a lot of movement. Not a Yeah, not a peep on Deshaun either not throughout a, the year. Nope. Nothing and for him, that's a good thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so then Raiders, Colts, 23-20 Raiders. And I don't think anybody saw this one coming. Not me. Nope. I mean, that's Colts for sure. have been the hottest team in the league. <laughs> I mean, realistically, um, they were kind of on that pet, you know, that Pats um, climb up yeah. where they weren't really talked about. They weren't doing anything. And then all of a sudden they just rattled a bunch off in a row. Um, and then all of a sudden to drop one to the Raiders, who defensively the Raiders have been atrocious lately. So you thought, you know, Jonathan Taylor would run all over him. And, I mean, he did have 108 again. Um, but it was strange. I didn't think – I didn't see this one coming. No. I guess it was kind of Carson being Carson and costing you a game, yeah. really. Um, I still wouldn't really want to see the Colts in the playoffs just because their defense is pretty good. Um, they – Turn the ball over every game, it seems like. Yeah. I think they've turned it over in, you know, 16 out of 17 games this year or whatever it is. Um, and Jonathan Taylor can run for 110 at will, it seems like. <laughs> they have the perfect recipe, too, to just control a playoff game. Right. They have a six-seven-minute yeah, drive. Anything. Even if they don't score, you're going to flip the field. Yeah. Like you said, their, their defense is good enough where they'll just keep you pinned. Keep just the field Carson not to make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. it's it's really comes down to Carson. Maybe he can convert on a third and five, and then just not make any big mistakes. Yeah. And they really can just hold the ball for forty out of sixty minutes. Yeah, realistically, <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. they can keep the ball in their hands or on their half of the field for forty minutes of the game, like. It's definitely possible, and, like, that's something you don't want to run into in the playoffs, really. No. is a team that just makes you play their game, and that's kind of what the Colts' recipe has been lately. Um, obviously, didn't really work out against the Raiders, which is strange. Um, I definitely saw this one going completely different way, but yeah. not a huge, uh, huge loss for the, the Colts. They're still very much right there, um, and, again, I wouldn't want to see them in the playoffs. I think they don't have one locked up yet, do they? They still have to oh. win next year or, or have something happen for them. Yeah, there's a couple different scenarios, um, but let me see here. So win or tie, they're in, or the Chargers loss, um, and then Baltimore um, or a – no, sorry, Chargers loss or a Pittsburgh loss. Yeah, okay. So, so they're pretty good, and uh, who do they play? I don't remember. Somebody they got that, Jacksonville, so they better freaking win. You'd assume that they're going to win that game. But um, we've but, seen weirder shit happen. 
Right. But if the Jags win and then the Raiders and or yeah, Raiders and Chargers tie, Raiders Raiders and Chargers are both in. Yes. If Jacksonville beats the Colts. Mm-hmm. But I think on, Miami also has to lose too. I don't think so. Or something like that. But if if they tie, they're both in. But if one team wins, is one team in, another team's out. Yeah. Yes. So do you just play the game straight up? Uh, that's what they were talking about. Um, <laughs> Pardon um, the interruption yeah. today or whatever. They're yeah. like, what? But like, they hate each other. They're in conference, right? Like yeah. they're both in the same conference. Like nobody or division. Nobody's gonna go out there and be like, yeah, let's go tie this game. Like no, mm-hmm. they're not doing that. Yeah, in Jacksonville, I would. You're not. I don't think they're gonna. You're not betting your money on Jacksonville to beat the Colts either. So it's just like, I think you just go out and play it. Yeah. See what happens. That'd be a typical Jacksonville thing to do. Is they'd actually win Week 18, (laughs) then they lose the number one pick. Yep. Yeah. The Jets. The Jets did that last year or something, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Won won the last week and then screwed themselves out of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Well, is that a bad, bad thing? franchise, as I tell you. They just can't get out of their own way. You see all the Jacksonville fans for the last game? They're all going to dress up like clowns. clowns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I Remember don't blame when you, them. That, that's some petty shit. Remember a couple it. weeks ago when you were talking about can't the Vikings just be really bad for yeah. like a couple of years? Yeah. Do you really want it to get like that? Not like, you not like <laughs> 10 years bad. I'm talking like one or two. <laughs> One, maybe. All right, Eagles, Washington, 2016 Eagles. Um, I mean, the Eagles got to make an argument for the hottest team in, in the NFL right now, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they've just been rolling lately, quietly, too. Mm-hmm. Just getting the job done. And we oh, they're finally about running it. the football. And that's what we've been talking about all year. Like, <laughs> like I mean, just been, run the damn thing. I think yeah. 10 weeks ago we were talking about this. We're like, dude. Jalen Hurts isn't that bad, but they got to stop throwing him 50 times a game. Yeah. Just let yeah, just not him. run the ball. And then, then they started running the ball. All of a sudden, they start winning some games, and Hurts <laughs> like looks weird. Really good. <laughs> and, like, he's been super efficient lately. I don't know what his numbers were this week, but, like, he's been super efficient. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like 18 for 24, 20 for 26. Like Just taking care of the football, no turnovers, maybe a touchdown here or there. Just like spring, just run the football. That's all they had to do. Run the football and and do play action. It seems just so simple. Right. It's like (laughs) the Bills are doing the same thing the Eagles are right now. They stopped throwing Josh Allen 50 times a game, started running the football, and it opens it up for a little bit. I mean, Singletary is a good back. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, they can all get the job done. Right. It's Just not like them. they're playing with a bunch of bums on their yeah. roster. Like, use them. They've all been good backs in the past, or they are good backs still. So, like, yeah. at least use them. Yeah, I don't get it. And then, obviously, Hertz almost took the trip from the fans. <laughs> that stadium is a shit show. Literally. Yes. It's yes. horrible. Yeah, the pipe burst and the stands collapse. <laughs> and he, the fans were saying that he was the only one to ask if they were okay. And the scary people are just like, get the fuck off the field. Like, <laughs> That was crazy. Could you imagine? That would be such an Eagles thing to have happen, though. Like, 
They're, they start to, to make it. a playoff run, and then he just, like, loses his ACL to the fans. <laughs> that shit had to hurt. I wonder what would have happened. That would have been a huge-ass lawsuit. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, they got to go after – do they go after Washington, or do they go after yeah, – they have to, right? They'd have to go after the – Yeah, I would assume The football so. team. The football team. Who's making an announcement next yep. month? February 2nd. Circling. The Red Hogs? Red Hogs. Stop. Let's make a bet, all of us, right now, what it's going to be. Red Hogs. I have no idea. I'm going the Commanders. Isn't that one of the ones that was uh, trademarked by that buddy? No, I think I think that made it through. There's, like, odds on it. Okay, well, let me, let me pull up the odds just because I yeah, don't even know what any of the – I'm pretty sure there's odds. Well, there has to be. Yeah. What do we got here? Uh, Where the hell? None? Come on. Got them. Commanders are plus 200. The Red Hogs are plus 300. The Defenders are plus 800. The Admirals. Uh, that one didn't get fucking trademarked. The presidents, the presidents would be geeked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the armada the, the brigade why would the brigade be, that'd be kind of sick the red brigade they should name it the red <laughs> yeah, brigade that'd be sick as hell that would be super sick the washington red brigade yeah come <laughs> on bro i'm going with that i'm going with that just because it's sick we're not even i'm not even saying the brigade the red brigade give me the red brigade yeah. come on Gotta love it how the football team is still on there. Yeah. They're the second favorite. Stop. Plus 300. They love it. <laughs> I mean, if you pick the football team, just cancel the damn franchise. Some facts. Just pack up your bags. They gotta, then they'd have to relocate. I mean, at that point, <laughs> you just gotta re- relocate and rebrand. St. Louis. All right, and then we've got Chargers, Broncos, uh, Chargers thirty four, Broncos thirteen. Yeah, um, I think expected, right? I mean, yeah, the Broncos I, they refuse to score. Yeah, <laughs> they won't. Bad. And you knew the Chargers would bounce back after their freaking dud last week. Fucking Chargers have been the most up and down team. Yeah, you cannot get a read on them. Their offense is great, but it's just that their defense can hold against good teams, which they haven't been able to. Even some bad teams they can't hold. So it's like, I don't know. But their offense can go with anyone. For sure. It's just if they're clicking or not. Yeah. Um, so obviously Chargers win in their no. Yeah. Is that right? Chargers win and they're in. Is that right? Yeah, they oh, yeah, play the Raiders. So whoever wins that one, they're in. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh yeah, Duh. but then they, then they have to run into the Bengals, which would be tough, I think. But it would be actually that would be a sick game. Chargers Bengals in the playoffs. Yeah, my oh. God, 
I'm just bury the over. What is the over set at? 70? <laughs> yeah. I would say ball, probably 56 and a half. Yeah, at least 50. I, I'd say 58. I mean, like, neither team has a defense. Like, yeah, the Bengals' defense is all right, but, like, against a high-powered offense like the Chargers, if they're clicking, no, no chance. Um, but, yeah, Broncos, again, another team that they have to consider doing something. I mean, are you going to continue to ride Teddy Two Gloves, Drew Locke, Vic Fangio? I mean – they got they got to change something up there, right? I Man. saw in a mock draft today they're taking Corral at eleven, so they'll definitely be in the market for one. Yeah, just kind of weird this year. There's not like a high profile quarterback prospect. That's not, what we talked about last week. None. There's like nothing going on. So like yeah. if you're one of the we t- what do we say? There's ten or eleven teams that are in the hunt for yeah. a quarterback, and there's like three that are like viable, but nothing like crazy. And then next year, there's another four. Yeah. Or five. Yeah, four or five. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you're not looking great if you're in one of those teams that's looking for a quarterback. That's why I think, like, Deshaun is going to make some waves in the offseason if they can figure out his legality situation. Because why would you not go for Deshaun when you could – versus trying to find somebody in the draft these next two to three years? Like – I feel like Deshaun will go to like a high profile team. Especially a team that's like not close. the Broncos, though. I don't think the Broncos are a, like a high profile team. Well, like the Saints. Yeah, I think that's that'd be my pick. You know, for the Deshaun, Saints but... or Miami is another one. Yeah. That would Carolina's low profile, but you I mean they'll probably be in the market a little bit. Right. Oh god, yeah. Falcons would be another one that yeah. probably would be in the market. I mean, like there's yeah. all kinds of Giants, I don't think he'd want to go there, but, I mean, possible. There's just a lot of teams that could use him. Yeah. I mean, he's a top-five quarterback. When he's, right, and he could make an instant splash for so, any it, team. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, And then the Niners, 23-7. to They get the job done Trey, behind Trey Lance. Um. 16 to 23, 249, two touchdowns, one pick. Not bad. Not bad at all, but Texans. <coughs> Thank God it was the Texans he was playing because I don't think he's ready for the big leagues. But nope, I agree. Bad for yeah. George Kittle owners. Yeah. Oh, horrible. Horrible. Yeah. And Doesn't even got... look at him. No. Yeah. And if Lance starts a playoff game, I'm not too confident. No, in the Niners, because Kittle likes blocking way too much. So if you actually have a running quarterback, he'll just stay in the trenches all game. Yeah, <laughs> where I mean, Jimmy at least throws to him a little bit when he's not launching the Debo every time. But I'll I will say if Jimmy comes back, that's one sleeper team in the NFC. I just they have they have yeah. a lot of the same things that the Colts have. They can just control the game, defense. Uh, at least contain the other team. And I could see them going on a run and, and causing a few problems for some teams because they can yeah. go into cold weather too. I mean, yeah. hell, they might actually prefer to play in the cold. So, yeah, run game and defense. Yep. That travels anywhere. 
And they're they're really high powered on offense too. Like they have mm-hmm. the ability to score if Jimmy G can play all right. Yeah, if like, he doesn't throw a pick, I mean they're. I mean you've got Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, and then you've got four or five running backs back there. <laughs> yeah. I mean pick literally one. pick one and put them in, they'll be fine. I mean they're young. They have pretty good talent. It's just can they put the pieces together, and then of course the defense can make some plays too. So. Um, sounds like Jimmy G is going to play next week though. Um, from he went, was practicing today, taking snaps, uh, when they're in, otherwise they need to have the saints lose. Um, they play the Seahawks this week and then obviously the saints have the Cowboys. So they've got a pretty good shot at getting in. Um, I think they'll get the job done against Seattle, Yeah, but you never know. Cause that's a divisional game. So. Seahawks have had a shit season. Russ is kind of trending backwards to be or back to being okay. So they'll give him a fight for sure. Yeah, I think. Um, but I don't think the Saints beat the Cowboys regardless. So I think they're pretty much in. Um, and then <clears throat> we were just talking about it. Seahawks, Lions, uh, 51-29. <laughs> I mean, not much to say about this game. The Lions suck. Yeah. Um Seattle. I actually don't want to talk about your boy. I thought you'd take this golden opportunity to talk about your, your new favorite fantasy player. Amina, he's a stud. <laughs> he did he did win me like two leagues and then I yeah, technically he technically won me three leagues because I won some money for a consolation bracket, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. It's actually cool how it works out. So you end up there's two there's two leagues that are obviously completely separate leagues. So it's the same players in the same leagues. But if you, so if you win out and you're in the playoff, like let's say you're in the actual playoffs, like the winner's bracket, you win out, you play the winner of the other championship bracket. Mm. So you could be going against your same guys. Like if they had identical rosters, like you could play each other, but that's obviously not how it usually works out. But then like same thing goes for the consolation bracket. So you end up playing the winner of the other sides consolation bracket which is kind of cool so it's like 24 teams obviously 12 and 12 but they're completely separate leagues Mm -hmm. and then you end up playing the winners of either league which is kind of cool um but yeah Amon Ra is a stud and Loki their offense is sneaky they've got slings it too They've got DeAndre Swift Amon Ra Quintez my boy that's another one of my boys come on now I'm all in on the Lions. Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, let's go. Jamal Williams. I mean, they're actually pretty decent offensively. Are you taking them over four wins next year? Over, over. four wins for over. sure. For sure. Yep. Throw the yeah, house on it. it. Yep. 100%. I'm going to just bet the life savings on it. Fuck <laughs> it. Go Lions. Their defense is hurt most of the year, too. Yeah. They're so, just not very good. No, but like but, their offense has some potential there. They just I don't know. I yeah. I mean golf is not good, but whatever. Uh and then Cardinals Cowboys 26-23. Strange. Yeah. I mean, we just talked about the Cardinals not being great, but they're on the road. <laughs> and for whatever well, they're reason, better. They're, they're good on the road. I don't <laughs> get it. Um, it makes no sense. I've never seen a team be better on the road than they are at home. Um, but that's, I guess, that's what the Cardinals happening. are. That's what's happening. 
Um, Cowboys kind of shit the bed on this one, especially coming off last week against the Washington football team. Obviously, they're not great. Sorry, excuse me, the Washington Red Brigade. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to will it into existence. Yeah. Um, But I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys or the Cardinals, really. Like, Z, I mean, which team are you more afraid of? Why? I don't know. Are you afraid of either of these That's a damn good question. Um, Playing at Lambeau, I would say the Cowboys. Just because Arizona's definitely a warm weather team. I feel like if you get Kyler when it's negative five out, he won't be the same. But no. Fat Mike might actually run the ball with Zeke when if they had to make a trip up to Lambeau. So as much as I hate the freaking Cowboys, I think I I'd have to pick them as the team I'm more worried about. Because, I mean, they do have a shit ton of weapons. Their D-line is probably one of the best in football. So yeah. You think Dak could handle noise, the cold, they though? They always just get in their own way. Can Dak handle the cold, though? Hell no. He's a pansy. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm really – it sounds fucked up, but I'm not really scared of any team in the NFC coming to Lambeau. Except for don't Tampa. Know. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you better freaking knock on wood right now. Except for Tampa. Yeah. Well, I, I really just don't want to see Tampa again. I don't. They're the only team that scares me. I'm hoping that the Bucks aren't healthy for wild card weekend and the Niners go down there and bump them. Same. But then we have to play the Niners. But if I had to pick, I'll, I'll take freaking Jimmy G any day of the week. Same. Yeah. So, you just go Niners. You just don't want to play Tom Brady in the playoffs. No. I don't care how banged up they are. You just don't want to do it. I'm still sick from last year, so we don't Same. need to do it two to two years in a row. Same. Yeah, I don't know. I'm the Cardinals definitely don't scare me. I would say the Cowboys are probably more of a scary team to me. Although they do have McCarthy as their head coach, and he's <laughs> fucking trash, as we all know. So I'm not really that afraid of them either. I just their defense is way better than. I think the Cardinals defense is too. So, uh, and then Saints Panthers, uh, 18, 16 Saints. <laughs> um, Saints need to win. San Fran needs to lose. And then they somehow make the playoffs, which <laughs> if you would have told me that like last week, I would have been like, yeah, the Saints have no chance. Cause they just been like, so up and down outside of that week one game. They've been terrible. Yeah. It seems like, but they're still right there. Um, they're another team that are – what are they going to do at the quarterback position? Yeah. Not Taysom Hill. I mean, he can't be, right? No. no. I He's... think Deshaun Watson, like, if this, if there's any destination for Deshaun, it would be the Saints. Same. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't, have, they don't have a ton of weapons. Like, they got Michael Thomas, obviously, when he comes back next year, but he hasn't played in virtually two seasons now. Um, but they've got Alvin Kamara, obviously, who's a game changer in itself. Um, and then they could do some stuff in the draft, especially if they know um, that they're going to get Deshaun, if that's their move. You know, if they're going to go all in on Deshaun and they have something kind of pre-draft figured out, yeah. they could get some weapons for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they could make a splash for sure if if they could get a quarterback. I just don't think, you know, Taysom's the move for sure. Me either. <clears throat> it's like putting a running back at 
quarterback, and <laughs> that doesn't usually work out. It's like running the constant wildcat. Right. And it's event- disgusting in the NFL. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Makes me sick. Like, seriously, find someone to throw the football. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, outside of that, not much going on in that game. Panthers, uh, Cam Newton still like winless in like 14 or 16 games yeah. now with Carolina. So they tried, it didn't work. Um, Sam Darnold was supposed to be reborn there in Carolina. Doesn't seem like that's the case either. Um, <laughs> he went yeah. to sleep real quick after about week three. Yeah. I thought Matt Rule thought he had the freaking crown and then. Right down the two. Yeah, he led the, He was leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns after like week five. <laughs> don't, don't think he's had one since. Uh, <laughs> no, Chuba did have one last week, but probably not many more than that. No. Um, and then uh, Steelers, Browns, 26 18 Steelers. Um, I don't really have much. The Browns are still the fucking Browns and they will continue to be the Browns. It seems like this team we've talked about it all year is too talented to be this bad. I don't understand it. I mean, obviously it's Baker. Um, I think he's a huge part of that. Yeah. Um, but big Ben's last game, uh, at Heinz field, it sounds like, yeah, I mean, more than likely and, some well, yeah. Baker just came out and said he's hurt and he's been hurt, so he's not playing next week. He's gonna get the surgery that he should have had two months ago. Yeah. I mean, come on. like it's kind of I think it's kind of selfish in a way. Like you know, you want to play. Obviously, you're an NFL quarterback. You want to play, but like if you know you're not 100, percent and like guys literally make all their money off what you do, and if you're not 100, percent like it doesn't help anyone, you know, because Keenum's in my, a good my opinion, Keenum could get the job. Yes. Yeah, so like, and you know, Stefanski's offense, like yeah. I don't think he'd be manageable for sure for six games or however long it took eight games. I mean, he might not win them all, but they didn't win them all anyways with Baker. So it's like, it couldn't get any worse. Baker was one for 10 for 20 yards and <laughs> one pick in the first half. Like I mean, you're shitting me. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not for 20 yards, but I could go one for 10. We could throw a screen pass. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not a quick like, slam, but a screen. It's just another team that just it's so hard to figure out. You have one of the best offensive lines in football. You have yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Run it's, the football. Yeah. I think Chubb had two carries in the first half. It's like, it's like guys, this isn't hard to figure out. <laughs> Shit, we should coach. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, I saw one too hard. No, um, I saw one stat. Jameis or Baker Mayfield only has three more touch touchdown passes than Jameis Winston, and Jameis hasn't played since Halloween. (laughs) That's bad. He has three more passing touchdowns. That's brutal. And he only had one more going into the game. Jeez. (laughs) Famous Jameis, the GOAT. The guy just honestly, always... they, they were five and one with him, and then he got hurt. Yeah. Right? I mean, I can sling not, it. Yeah. If you don't go after Deshaun, I mean, I think you re sign him and hope he stays healthy and try and sign another weapon and see, yeah, how, I mean, see how far he can take He him. did that like, with no weapons, realistically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's not like he had a lot to deal with. And they're in a shitty division. Like, the Falcons and Panthers aren't going anywhere. 
So it's like you're right there for the division and beat who you're supposed to beat in a regular season. You'll be right there at 500 every year. I mean, it's better than nothing, better than watching Taysom Hill play. Yeah, what I guess. was the big thing with, with Jameis this offseason? Didn't he get, like, lace, like, eye surgery? Yeah, yep. he fixed his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback that can't see. Makes sense. He, he is a beauty. He is a Guy's a one-of-a-kind. Oh, my yep. God. Stole the crab legs and dipped. <laughs> oh, man. Uh yeah, I don't know. The Saints are another team, obviously. Steelers would be another team that need a quarterback, right? Like, I mean, Mason Rudolph isn't your future, I don't think. No. I'm telling you, Huntley's going to get paid from the Ravens. Absolutely. He's going to get – well, he's going to get a shot at least. Somebody's going to somebody's gonna take a shot, man. Yeah. For sure. I tell yeah. you what, with, with the lack of, of college prospects, it's a hell of a year to have a good backup quarterback because you might yeah. get a freaking second-round pick for him. Help me help, maybe even a first-round pick. Yeah. I could see a team giving a first-round pick for Huntley. Possible. He showed some stuff, so. Especially teams with a lot of cap that have money nope. to do stuff, like. What's a 22-year-old defensive guy if you need a fucking quarterback? Like, Might as well roll the dice. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, definitely possible. I wouldn't – I would definitely not be shocked for, like, a second round gets the job done, but a first round also I could totally see. I mean, he did – he looked really good in those games. Yeah, they, they didn't win, but, like, he looked really good. And basically coming off of, like – you know, no, no reps with the first team and all that. So it's, I mean, impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like we said, there's no, there's no real clear cut quarterbacks in the next couple of drafts. I mean, you'll have Stroud next year, but outside of that, it's like Stroud and Love not, next year. If you're not in the, you know, the top, if you're not in the top five, then you're not getting either of those guys anyways. So yeah. might as well take a shot. <clears throat> all right. So then. Uh, where the playoffs? Wait, stay? there's one more game. There's... I didn't put it on there. Which one? Oh, Packers game. I, <laughs> I just didn't put it on there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Packers likes. Was this... well, I mean, I don't even remember the score. Thirty-seven. Six. Shit, I don't even either. Ten. I don't remember. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just didn't put it on there. Caught the touchdown at the end. Yeah, 37-10. 37-10. Sorry, buddy. No, Thanks I mean. coming out, Queens. Mannion is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. And then, oh, did you see what Zimmer said? They're like, are we going to see Kellen Mond next week? And he's like, I no. see him every day. <laughs> <laughs> he must just be brutal. That's a straight up Zimmer is like, I don't know. I see him every day. He's like, no, we'll give him a shot. He's like, I see him at practice every day. Like, obviously, he's fucking horrible. Like, <laughs> but I, I, I 100 expect that to happen. So it's oh uh, yeah. I've the most hearing... surprising thing about the game was at the beginning. I thought Zimmer's nose was going to be purple at the yep. end. Yeah, he actually held close. on pretty well. Pretty he <laughs> held on pretty well. He wasn't quite the Tom Coughlin yet, but he no, was damn it, close. He is old. Yeah. He is way older than you think. But I expect us to move on. 
Um, I've been hearing Vikings Twitter, Doug Peterson is a name mm-hmm. out there. I mean, didn't it's he, it's something different, but he won a Super Bowl. Didn't I he mean, beat you guys to go to that Super Bowl? Yeah. But he's he doesn't he won a Super Bowl four or five years ago and he doesn't have a job right now. Like he's just sitting on the couch. Other another name that I would like is Kellen Moore, right? Or yeah, yeah Kellen Moore, offense coordinator, just to bring something new for the offense. I know he's not a defensive guy, but then try and hire a good D coordinator. I just I just want to change and I think we're gonna do it. So I'll, we'll see. But yeah, it's time. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely time. You've just been middle of the pack for like five years in a row. Yeah, or we so. tank for Stroud, and I'm in for that. <laughs> One more year of Captain Kirk. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I think we could even move on this offseason from him. I mean, if we're going to switch one, we might as well switch them both if it's easier. But if it doesn't work out, then, yeah, one more year of his bullshit. But Well, the problem is that $35 million is fully guaranteed, so yeah. no one's going to yeah. take them. No. Unless yeah. you're real freaking desperate. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't really imagine any teams that would want to dish that out to Kirk. No. I mean, because, like, any of those teams that are, like, right on the cusp. Who has the money to do that? Right. I guess we did, but, like, shit backfired real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just, like, any team that's, like, on the cusp that still needs a quarterback, like, I just don't see them showing out 35 for no, Kirk. No, Like, for a, no. you know, like, a one-year buyout type deal, like a rental. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't – it wouldn't make any sense, so. You can go back to Washington. <laughs> For all I care, but play for the Red Brigade. The Red Brigade. <laughs> Boom. The new all stadium, right. new name. So, how the playoffs stand right now? Packers one seed. That one's clinched. Uh, Rams two, Bucks three, Car- Cowboys four. Um, so then the matchups would be Rams Eagles, Bucks Niners, Cowboys Cards. Um, this one I actually see staying pretty close to this. I don't see much movement going on here. Um, the only team that really could shake anything up, um, actually, I don't even think, do they move? Does San Fran move with a win? They would have to win. Let's see here. Because the Eagles are already locked in, right? Yeah, Eagles are in. Yeah, Eagles are in. With the Rams, the Rams are the two right now. If they lose, they fall to the five because the cards would swap with them. Wait, I'm tripping. Why is Philly clinched, but the Niners aren't? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing because the Niners, the Vikings, it was like the Vikings and Washington lost last week, but but head to head. Maybe. Oh, it's because the Niners or, are the third team in the NFC East. Yeah. Right? Or NFC West, whatever the division they're in. Yeah, they're third. Because it's like no, runner-up. It's division runner-up is like the next spot that locks into the playoffs. And then because the Niners are the third best team in their division, it's something like that. I don't know exactly how it plays out that like that. That makes sense. But that's what it is. It's because hmm. – it's because the Eagles are a runner-up versus the, the Niners third. are the third. 
know that. I don't know why that works out that way, but that's definitely what it is. I just don't know how it all unfolds. But the Niners, the only thing that could happen, I mean, it depends on which Cardinals team you see, right? The Cardinals play the Rams. Is that right? No, actually, I didn't realize the Niners, they have to go to L.A. So, I mean, shit, the Saints could slip in this. So then you guys would play the winner of if it stood right now. If it stood right now, we play the lowest seed remaining. Okay. And that'll stay constant throughout. Yep. Damn, I, I bet the Niners are going to freaking miss the playoffs. Because the Saints have the Falcons. Oh, yeah, the Saints play the Falcons. That's right. But don't the Niners just need a win? Oh, they have to play the Rams. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, shit, that's not going to be easy. Right. And the Rams actually have to win because – I believe the Cardinals have the tiebreaker over them. Yeah, if they lose, if the Rams lose, they fall. The Cardinals will take their spot. Yeah, so, I mean, they'll obviously play to win, so. Well, that's if the Cardinals win also. So, obviously, yeah. the Cardinals have to beat Seattle, um, and yeah. then San Fran would have to beat the Rams, and that could flip. <clears throat> But, yeah, San Fran, I mean, doesn't have a gimme with their playing the Rams, and then they'd have to play them again yeah. if the Cardinals were to beat Seattle. So that's tough. Fuck, three times in one year? Or that be, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because they're in division. Yeah. That'd be tough. All right, so let's just pick the games as they stand right now or how we think they're going to stand. I mean, I guess we could probably say that we think that I mean, Arizona's going to lose – or San Fran's going to lose this week, right? Don't you think? Okay. I mean, I think so. So, and then the Saints win against the Falcons, which I think that's a lock too, right? Yeah. I wouldn't call it anything a lock with the Saints, but – All right, so let's say, let's say the Rams – or let's say the Niners lose and the Saints win. Then you've got Rams-Saints. Obviously, the Rams win that one, right? Yeah. Now, 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 if San Fran wins this week, or let's say San Fran loses this week, San Fran loses this week, and the Saints also lose, so then you've got the Niners and the Rams, right? Is would is that how that would match up? Oh no, the Niners would play. Yes, the Niners would play the Rams again. So I would say, I mean, that's tough, right? Like to beat them back to back. Actually, you know what? They'd play. They'd play. Uh, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, because they would be the Rams would fall to the three seed. So, yeah, you're right. San Fran would have to play them again because Tampa would slide up to the two seed then. Oh, if they win two, I got to look at all this. Hold on. No, because if the Cardinals win this week, the Rams stay at two. Even if Tampa wins. Yep. So then San Fran would play the Rams. 
which would be tough. That would be a tough matchup for the Rams to play them back to back. I mean, realistically. But let's just let's just let's just do our picks as it stands right now, just to make it a little bit easier. So let's say Rams play the Eagles this week. I'm taking the Rams in that one. Or in the playoffs. Sorry, not this week, but in the playoffs. What do you got? Rams, Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. The Rams. Okay. And then it'll be Niners, Bucks. Um, I'm gonna go Tampa in that one. Tampa. Oh, I hate to do it, but 12's not losing that one. No, I don't think so either. Okay, and then you've got Cards Cowboys, and this would be at Dallas. Yep. Keep in mind. Yep. I'm going Arizona. Same. Well, shit, we can't be all on them. Why not? Why? Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> Cardinals change anyway, so yeah. I mean, all this is gonna change regardless, probably. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But so then, what the Packers would get to play the Cardinals? Yeah, that'd be perfect. Unless the Eagles win, that would that'd even be, be better. That would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cakewalk. Yeah, easy money. <laughs> Although they would probably be the worst fucking team to come to Lambo because they're. In cold weather, Hotel, and they yeah. have that style. Eagles are 49ers, man. I, I mean, they definitely have the style to beat us. Um, but I I think our offense is better than both of their defenses, which I think it would come down to realistically. Yeah. Um, all right. And then on the other side, let's just keep it as normal as it stands right now, which it's pretty, pretty much what it's going to look like, I think. Um, barring a bunch of crazy stuff, but this is pretty much what it's going to look like. So you've got the Titans at the one seed, so they get the bye. Then you've got Chiefs playing the Chargers at Kansas City, obviously. I think I'm taking the Chiefs in that one. I'll go Chiefs at home. Yep, I agree. All right, then you've got Cincy uh, playing the Colts. Colts would be traveling to Cincy. I actually think I'm going to go with the Colts in that one. Dude, same. Same. Bengals. Uh, and then we've got the Bills playing the Patriots at Buffalo. I'm going with the Pats. I'll take the Bills because they're my Super Bowl pick. You know what they say. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> how rowdy, Bills mafia, would, baby. How Bills rowdy mafia. would the crowd be? Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I would love to go to a game in Buffalo. Same. 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 All right. Well, we just got to do our top five then, boys. When's the last time, like, a four lower seed has won the Super Bowl? Packers did it. They were the six. And I think weren't the Eagles pretty low, too? Yep. That year? Sometimes the six, they get hot. I think the Eagles were low too. I hear they won. Let's see what I can find here. All right. So we're going to bring Van Wee on for our top five this week. He'll be the first ever guest to uh, partake in a top five. So congratulations, Z. You should feel welcome. <laughs> it's an honor, boys. Uh, and we actually gave him the honor of picking the top five for the week as well. 
Um, so I think we could do that for uh, any of our other guests that we have coming on. We'll have them pick um, what the topic for the top five is. Yep. Uh, so, Z, why don't you tell us what the top five is for this week? You betcha. So in honor of my trip to Vegas, we're going with our top five favorite slot machines. <laughs> Love it. Beautiful. Get us started with number five, buddy. This, believe it or not, this was my hardest pick. So number five, I'm going with the Spartacus machine. Spartacus. I don't know if oh, you guys have ever played it. I forgot it, but... that. I There's so many that I've played. I forgot, but I fuck with that one too. It is by far the loudest machine in the casino. <laughs> and you know, when I get in the bonus round, that volume at, is at a hundred. <laughs> People are just fucking pissed everywhere. <laughs> So, uh, my number five, uh, this probably made both your lists. Maybe not. I got the Buffaloes at five at five. And they wouldn't even been on the list if I didn't go to Ho-Chunk last week because <laughs> I finally hit one. Otherwise I've put so much money in the Buffaloes and they never yell at me ever. And it finally happened and it was electric, <laughs> but other than that, the last five years, whatever, not a haven't won a dime on Buffalo. So it just cracked because I just won on it. Fair. But um, I see, I kept the Buffaloes off my list for that same reason. I never ever win on Buffalo. Same ever. until last week, like or two weeks ago. I never ever win. So <laughs> they did not make it for me. They were rumbling though. Um, I can't. There's stand nothing them. like it. I can't stand them. They're absolute trash. Uh, so my actual, my fifth one, it was like, I can't ever remember the name of this one. Um, it's like one of the Greek gods. It's like I can picture it in Ho Chunk. Zeus. Zeus. Okay, Zeus. So yeah. it was like a, a combination of Zeus and Frenzy of the Gods. Like Frenzy of the Gods is like in the bars, you know, the one at Bobbers that we yeah. always had, Frenzy of the Gods. And then Zeus, because Zeus I seem to get hot on all the time. So this was like a combined number five for me. And then my number four, I have the VIP. That's another bar slot machine. The, the spinny wheel is the bonus, and you can get the five times five free games, or you can get the 10 times two, or like 48x, 1000x. I just love that game. It's so hard to get in the bonus, but when you do, you usually get red hot on it. Mm -hmm. So VIP was my fourth. Man, we. Number four, I've only played this machine a couple times. One was in the airport coming back. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yeah, I've played that one before. Both bonus games are just nuts. Yeah. The machine's probably about 30 feet tall, and it just lights up the whole freaking <laughs> screen. And then Willie just starts throwing candy. So <laughs> uh, uh, My number four is Quick Hits. Pretty decent game, I think. Yep. Yep. Um, there's just a lot of ways to win. Um, it seems it's not like a boring game, you know. There's usually a couple lines on there, and the quick hits usually show up. It's just if you get enough of them, but it's actually exciting, entertaining, rather than just waste your money staring at the screen and nothing's happening for 20 minutes. So, Fair enough. Bring it back with your three. Okay. Uh, my number three um, is the James Bond machine at Ho-Chunk. I don't know why when I first – started going to the casino i'd always play it and i literally never lost on it like 
five like five straight times I went there. I won money off it, hit the bonus game like multiple times. And so I always play it. Um, I haven't been as hot, but just dating back to when I first started being a degenerate, um, it was an ATM. It was an ATM. <laughs> um, so my number three is Burning Wheels, it's called, I believe. Um, that machine I got so hot on in Vegas. I don't know why, um, but I, the, the bonus is like, you have to bet max on that one. Otherwise you don't get like the best bonus, but when you hit the bonus, you just get red hot. So the burning wheels, I think it's called is my number three. Good old burning wheels. Yeah. My number three is, I don't know if you guys ever played this one, but Heidi's beer house. Yep. Fire. My mom loves that game. Oh Yeah. When yeah. Heidi starts tipping the taps down, <laughs> nothing like it's it. It's bankroll. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. What are you? Was that your number three, Van Lee? Yeah. Yep. All right, bring it back with two. Number two, can't even believe I'm saying this, but they've been replaced. Number two has to go to the Buffaloes. Wow. wow. I know. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> Number two for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the spookies. I don't care the what spookies. version it is. You know, you're at a dive bar if they got the spooky machine going <laughs> and I always got to pump it. I think they're at every, it's at every bar downtown Dells, I would say, but I don't know. I just, just cause it's usually like a throwback older machine, but it's still fun. And you don't even like know what you're looking for sometimes on those older games. It, the sc- screen just goes different. You just get pumped. <laughs> the screen just goes different. You get pumped. <laughs> um, there was another game on here that I was going to put on here, but I couldn't remember the name of it at all. And I can't really even describe it to you. So this, my number two is actually going to be locket link. I don't know if you guys have ever played that one. It's like oh, kind yeah. of like a James Bond type machine. It's like there's a spy or whatever. And I don't know, you just lock in the hearts and you can get the minis, like the mini bonus and then the major bonus or whatever. No, no. Mm-mm. Well, whatever that machine, I seem to always win on, except for one time I got throttled, but we don't need to talk about that. So lock it link is number two for me and I'll bring it back with my number one. It's the spookies. Spookies got me started. The OG specifically yeah. got me started. Um, I think Actually, my best memory of like playing slot machines for like the first time was me and Diggy at Old Marley's. We had the slot machines upstairs when we were like 12. And my dad's like, here, here's 40 bucks, 20 for each of you. We came down like 360 bucks later, <laughs> just got red hot. And from that day forward, I was a fucking addict <laughs> forever. So should have just quit then. Should have 100%. <laughs> Number one. Yep. My number one is Heidi's beer house. Nice. Boom. Yep. Uh, it's, I hit my biggest win on it in Vegas. Um, I've never hit jackpot, but I won like six fifty off Heidi in Vegas. Um, it was at like three o'clock in the morning. Me and my dad were there and he was just getting pumped. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? He's like, your money just keeps going up, but you get all three of those first three tappers going and uh, oh, yeah. that game's fun. So that's my number one. And I play it every time I hold chunk at least once. <laughs> and then my number one, 
the good old quick hits. Yeah, quick hits. <laughs> I see. I can't ever win on those things. I hate first those. and only hand pay. So it's got to be my favorite. Yep. Yeah, I've I've started to figure out that I just got to play the random games because I'm better on the random games that I don't know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I hit like two hand pays in Vegas when I was down bad, like just like back to back on just random games. Like it was yeah. a thousand and then like a hand. You got to hit like the old shitty games sometimes. Yeah. Like they pay. That's what I was doing at uh, Venetian. I was just over in that corner. Remember Van Lee? That yeah, you were corner. playing the one liners. Yeah, just out of the way. Yeah. I was just hitting for like 400 at a time. Just getting out. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? But yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, I walked over there and you were at like. 1100 bucks like what the hell just happened <laughs> i got hot kid i got hot you just gotta get hot on some machines you don't know what you're looking for sometimes it's better yep all right well that wraps it up for us i think yep um z nice having you on buddy. z appreciate it my guy appreciate we'll you guys on, having me on. Sure. it was you a blast bet. yep anytime anytime you want all right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that um, interview slash special guest with Zach. Um, something we want to try to get around to doing a little bit more often. Um, start Figured we'd start out the new year with a guest, and we're going to try to kind of do that more often, at least every other week, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, something to look forward to, something to get some more people interested, you know, some people outside of just our friends or whatever the case may be, but... Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, We talked on all the NFL and college football already, so we're just going to talk a little bit of college basketball, um, and then we're going to finish our show with the bumps and breakouts, like always, and bets of the week. So um, on to college basketball. Uh, Really, the only big matchups of the week were Baylor-Iowa State, um, and then last night, Badgers-Purdue. So, or two nights ago now it was. Or was it last night? No, last night. I'm losing my mind. Dude, same. I think it was two, two nights, nights ago. ago. <laughs> I think it was two nights ago, too. I think it was two nights ago. Um, but anyways, Baylor, uh, Iowa State. Baylor 77, Iowa State 72. Um, I think Iowa State's kind of exceeding as- expectations this, so <laughs> yeah, far this by, year. Yeah. For by sure. By a lot. By a lot. I don't know what they're ranked now. I think 19th. Is that right? Something like that? No, they're up to eight. Oh, they're up to eighth in the country. Baylor's number one. Iowa State's oh, number right. eight. Sorry. Um, two of the best defensive teams in the country. Um, I think <clears throat> Iowa State is the best defensive team in the country. Um, they were picked to finish last in the Big 12, which is crazy. pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, they play like seven or eight transfers um, that came in this year, so that's probably why they were picked uh, dead last, just because you don't know how those kids are going to mix. But they're coming out. They just and their schedule hasn't been bad. They weren't a bunch of cupcakes, twelve and all. They were playing some pretty good teams, being good teams. Uh, but it was a good matchup. I think it was the only ranked matchup um, in the past week um, outside I, of the Badger game. Outside of the Badger game, um, I don't know. LSU and Kentucky played last night. I'm not sure if that was a ranked matchup, but LSU came up on top by five. Uh, but back to Iowa State. Um, T.J. Otzelberger. I don't know how to exactly pronounce his name but he's from milwaukee um he coached at whitewater for a little bit um he coached at south dakota state uh he's kind of made round trips he was assistant at iowa state head coach at south dakota state and now he's back uh head coach at uh, iowa state but there's this but 
Uh, college basketball kind of, all the coaches, there's quite a few coaches from Wisconsin, I mean, that you wouldn't even think about. Right. Or, but I just thought that was kind of cool from Milwaukee. Coach at Whitewater played somewhere in the, in the state, so. So you had Nova Seton Hall, which was on New okay. Year's Day, yeah. uh, 24-19, um, and then it was 73-67 Nova. Um, and then you also had the Kentucky-LSU matchup, which was 21-16, and 16, um, LSU coming out on top by yep. five, as you said. Yep. Um, so not a ton. Uh, there was a lot of top 25 teams that played, yeah. um, but no real big matchups um, outside of those two that were, well, the second one we're about to talk about here in a second. Um, but, yeah, not a ton. Yeah. And then obviously, so talked about it. It was two nights ago, confirmed, just double-checked <laughs> because I'm losing my mind. Um, but on Monday, the Badgers took on Purdue at Purdue. Uh, seeking their first win since 2014 at Purdue, which I was surprised to see because that even dates back to um, the Final Four run. Yeah, I don't, I, maybe we just didn't play them that. that week, that year, or maybe we lost. I don't know. I'd have to go back and check that. But well, they're yeah possible we they're didn't play them that yeah. year. No, because they're on our side, aren't they? I don't know. In the I, West, I don't. You play those teams twice, <laughs> some teams twice, and then you do like crossover okay. once, but. I'm not 100%. Well, we could have also played him at home that year, too. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <coughs> yeah, huge surprise to go get a win, yeah, especially this team. So in case in, you like, missed it, 74-69, Badgers came out on top um, behind Johnny Davis's 37, I believe. Yep, 37 and 14 boards. Talked about it. The guy can just play. Um, yeah. He's yeah. pure player. I mean, he really is next-level caliber type of guy, and it just – you keep thinking that he's going to have an off night. You keep thinking he's going to have a night where somebody shuts him down. Yeah. And, like, you would have thought this game would be one of them. Nope, 37. No, Probably his yeah. best game of the season. Um, oh. For sure his best game of the season. Yeah. Basically willed us to victory. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. They're, like, you can't hype this guy up enough. No, Especially yeah. as a Badger fan. We haven't had somebody like this. Not someone that can score like that on the perimeter. No. Not someone with the ball skills and shooting ability and tough shot ability. I don't. Uh, besides, uh, fuck, Devin Harris. Mm-hmm. He could play and Flowers maybe, but Tucker. I mean maybe Tucker. But like he, I think he's next level stuff. Um, Especially in our time, like yeah. all those guys we had, we yeah. didn't get to watch. Yeah, them. I follow a lot of Badgers people, like people that have been around the Badgers forever, twenty five, thirty years, or some older guys, reporters and that stuff, and they're are saying, like, that was the best performance they've ever seen from a Badger. Yeah. Just because it was at number three, ranked Purdue in that arena uh, with this team especially. He put him on his back. Uh, a lot of people, um, a lot of social media sites or media sites have him as a national player of the year right now, so which is pretty crazy. Um, I've seen him high as eight on the draft boards. Uh, Brad Stevens was at the game. Probably might be there for him, but Jay Nivey, who was projected lottery pick, top ten pick from Purdue, only had, like, 12 and 7 or something so just got completely dominated by johnny so his draft stock's gonna keep continue to go up but they are getting a conference play they know it's not a complete one-man show but 
So we'll see. Sure I think like Johnny it. Davis will continue his success in the conference because he's that good, but things are going to get tougher against Big Ten Ds for, for sure. sure. He's going to, I mean, we, we keep talking about it. He's going to have a bad night here or there. It's just, can he sustain, like, good play enough to be, yep. like, a projected lottery, which I think he has proven he can do. It's just the Big Ten is so tough. Yeah. Uh, week in, week out, everybody, everybody you play, and he's the key player on our team. He's a clear number one. He's going to control our offense completely. So it's going it, to, teams are going to key on him, yep. obviously. And if you're not, you're dumb yep. because he's clearly yep. good enough to take over a game by himself. It's just the crazy step. He only averaged six points a game last year, right. 15 minutes maybe, like just a huge jump. But say he does have a bad night, and this is kind of the or what we should be concerned about for the Badgers. Say he has a bad night against a bad team or a team that we should beat. We need someone to step up. I think Brad will always be there, but we right. need that third guy. Yep. We need that third guy if things go south and Johnny Davis can't put up 30 a game every game so they got to find that third guy that's willing to make shots and make big plays for sure totally i i mean i think brad will be consistent you can look at like any team like that has went on to make a final four run or a national championship run or you know even just like elite eight sweet 16 all these teams have like three guys like uh, you know not every night that are scoring but they have that third guy that if the first two guys aren't getting the job done, yep. they can slide into that role yep. and make some big plays and make some big shots. Yep, and it could be a different guy every night, but just one of the right. bench players has come up and have a good game, or right. one of the other starters has to make a couple threes, or just right. But for sure, um, so that was really it. College basketball, I think. Yeah. Um, um, just as football starts to wind down uh not that we're going to turn into a basketball podcast but there's definitely going to be more basketball talk and we're getting into conference play obviously march madness be crazy that's a few months out yeah if you're looking forward to basketball or a big basketball fan uh we'll definitely get some more here coming up it's just really hard to like pass up on the nfl and college football as it's as it's in the midst of its prime right now um but we're going to start that transition now pretty much this week really yeah um because we're and if you wanted a three-hour show we would have done that but i don't think we even want to do that yeah so it's like (laughs) right um like we definitely could have done it but it was just like right now nfl is in its prime so yeah that's what we're gonna focus on mostly And and then we'll shift we'll start that transition here shortly yep um we'll have NFL talk next week again for sure, um, but then it'll start to dwindle down because there'll only be a couple games. Um, <laughs> I have it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we did have you know some college football stuff that we didn't talk on, um, like our bull picks and stuff. Um, I kind of thought about it. I do have it. Or, I mean, I know what I was. Um, uh, yeah. Oh wait, why is it, what? But. Uh, so I think realistically right now, Soy is in the clear driver's seat because most of the games that we picked correctly um, were... Uh, we can just total it up next week. I yeah. Well, well, I know it's pretty close. Um, I was doing the math. I don't know where it went on here, but I think Soy's in a, in a bit of a lead, um, mostly because of that Cincinnati-Bama under because I had the over, mm-hmm. and then we both had... Georgia and the over, I think, yeah. or whatever, yep. or Michigan and the over. Yep. Um, so we had the same pick in that game, but you gained three points on me just from that game alone, and you were already up a couple games. Um, Bang. We do have some – we should pick the college football 
playoff game, which we did with Van Wee, but yep. let's just do it again real yep. quick. Um, so it's Georgia minus three, um, and then the over-under was 53 or 52? 52. 52. Um, so I'm going with Bama. Yep. Um, and you're going with Georgia, Georgia, and I'm going with the under, and you're going with the over. <laughs> so we'll make those three points each, so I have a big chance to swing the tide there. Um, but I think he's got about three or four-point lead on me right now as it stands. Um, all right, so then let's get to bums and breakouts and then finish up with bets of the week. Uh, my bum, my number one bum of the week, George Kittle, 4.5 points. Van Wee kind of talked about it with Trey Lance. Horrible for um, George Kittle owners. One catch, 29 yards. Uh, not the showing that you're looking for from George Kittle, especially if you found yourself in the championship. Um, and then Delvin Cook, another one, 4.3 yards, only 13 rushing yards. Um, obviously, this is a huge credit to um, having no quarterback in this game virtually, um, but and they were behind the whole game, so not much going for Delvin, 4.3, not great. Yep. Uh, so for my bums, I also had, well, Kittle was on my list. He was on mine last week for a bum, so I didn't put him on again, but he made your list. He could have made mine. Um, Antonio Brown, bum, but we won't count that. Uh, but So my first official is Tua. Um, he was 18 for 38, 205 yards, one pick, one fumble lost, 4.3 points. Um, when things, well, things have been going well for the Dolphins. Uh, they played the Titans, pretty good team, but you expected them to play a little bit better since they've won seven games straight. Uh, my second one is Marquise Brown. Uh, only caught three balls, eight targets, 28 yards, 3.8 points. So, Actually benched him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my breakouts, Jamar Chase. Have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. 55.6, 12, 12 <laughs> targets, 11 receptions, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Um, in a bonus point league, he would have had 76.9 points. That is disgusting. Um I mean, I've never seen anything Some like it. Randy Moss type stuff. That is absolutely gross. Um, two of his touchdowns um, were 64 and 72 yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third one was 29 or something. Um, just absolutely disgusting production out of Jamar Chase. And if you had him in your championship game, congratulations, because there's no way you lost. Just going to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number two, and if I'm wrong, if you had – Jamar Chase in your championship and you still managed to lose, send us a screenshot because I want to see that shit because that's impressive. Um, I'm, uh, or if I'm, he was on your bench. Or if he was on your bench. <laughs> and, that, and then you ended up not winning. Yeah, that's tough. Um, and then my number two, Aminara St. Brown, 35.4 points, 11 targets, 8 receptions, 111 yards, 1 touchdown, and then he added a rushing touchdown for another 26 yards. Um, this guy won me three out of my three league or three of my leagues. Um I was huge on him the last couple weeks. I have been. He just couldn't find the end zone really all season. I have been pretty high on him, mm-hmm. especially after Cephas went down. I went. I was really high on him. Um, but, like, the first 12 weeks he didn't score a touchdown. He scored, like, seven or eight since. Um, he's an absolute dog. Um, look out. He might be a little bit higher on the draft boards next year um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my breakouts, I got Rashad Penny um, from the Seahawks, 25 rushes, 170 yards, two touchdowns. Also had two receptions for 15 yards, total of 32.5 points. 
Um, I know you kind of talked about him picking him up off waivers, a viable guy. Uh, so if you did happen to play him or you needed a running back two or even three or flex or whatever, uh, he also probably won your league if you decided to play him. He was playing the Lions, but fantasy, uh, that doesn't really matter. Um, and then my second one's Najee, um, 188 yards. Um, I'm not sure if that's rushing and receiving. But, I believe so, but yeah. I don't know. But 188 yards, um, he did have one touchdown. Um, it was late. He didn't have to score it, but it still counts in fantasy. doesn't matter. He scored, so 29.6 points for Najee. Not bad. Yep. Not bad at all. Um, all right, and then let's just jump right into bets of the week. My under, I'm going Seahawks Cardinals 48. Uh, I just think uh, it's gonna. I'm just gonna ride the Seahawks train. They looked pretty good last week, but I think this is a little bit of an overreaction. It's like one of the higher over unders of the week, which I don't get because the Cardinals haven't been that great offensively, uh, and the Seahawks clearly haven't been outside of playing the Lions last week. So yep. I'm going under 48. Okay. Uh, for my under, I'm going Colts and Jags under 44. Um, I don't think the Jags score a whole lot. Um, Colts win and they're in, um, but I think it might be a blowout, maybe rest some people in the fourth, not score many points in the fourth. Um, I think it stays under 44. I don't think the Jags score a whole bunch. Over um, Bengals, Browns, 38. Yes, I know uh, Bengals are resting Burrow and Mixon. Sounds like no Baker as well. Don't care. Um, both these defenses aren't – they have – I mean – Realistically, neither of these teams have anything to play for. Um, I'm thinking it's just going to be like a second string on second string. Like, I mean, you got to score 40 points. That's it. Yeah. I, it was the lowest one of the week. I, I mean, I'm just going based on that. Whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, so for my over, I'm going Bills and Jets over 41. Um, the Jets played the Bucks tough last week. Um, so I think whoever, I don't even know, uh, Sala or whatever, he's got them playing hard all the way to the end. I mean, they don't have anything to play for. I don't think they throw this game or tank this game either. Um, so I think they play hard. Uh, I think the Bills beat the Jets, but I do think the Jets put up some points and the Bills still win, but I think it goes over 41. For sure. Um, and then dog of the week, my dog is Jacksonville plus 16. They're against the Colts. Um, I just think that I mean, Jacksonville is a terrible team, but yeah. I I don't think the Colts are going to pour it on. That's so many points. 16 points is that's ridiculous. So, yeah. um, so that's literally all I'm – that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm riding on. Yep. 16 points being too many. Uh, for my dog, I'm going Steelers uh, plus 5.5 against the Ravens. Uh, Big Ben's last game. Um, I don't know if Lamar's playing – even if he's healthy, I don't know why he would play. Um Steelers come off a win against the Browns. I think they play hard for Big Ben's last game. For sure. Um, my favorite of the week, Tampa minus eight. Um, I don't remember who they're playing or why I didn't list it, but um, I just think. Are they playing the Falcons? Yeah, Falcons, I believe. Oh, Panthers. Panthers, who they rolled two weeks ago. Uh, that's why I did Bad. it. Um, I just think. Tampa has kind of a chip on their shoulder. They're hurt. Um, they have that A-B news. They didn't look so great against the Jets last week. I think this is just a classic, like, let's go out there and stomp on them, make sure everybody's actually scared of us in the playoffs type deal. Um, so I just think Tampa minus eight against the Panthers. Yep. Uh, for my favorite, I'm going with the Packers minus three and a half against the Lions. Um, I know Rodgers and Devontae won't play the whole game, but they're going to play some of the game, and I think that's enough to cover three and a half against the lions and then i second half i think jordan love 
It's Jordan Love time. I think he scores 10 points and the Packers cover in the second half. But yeah, I don't hate that. Because <laughs> even, right. even if they play a half, I mean, they should. Yeah, they should be able to. Because the floor came out and said, like, they're not sitting the whole game. Like, yeah. they can't have three weeks off. Yep. So. Which I like. Yeah. Probably should have talked about that, but I do like that. Yeah. Um, I I agree with him. I know all, everybody's like, oh, if they get hurt, they get hurt. Yeah, well, if they get hurt, they can get hurt in practice, too. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I, three weeks off, going into the playoffs, not great. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. Happy New Year once again. Merch should be coming around shortly. I haven't gotten any updates, but I would assume this week or next week uh, for sure. Sweet. Um, so we'll get in contact with you, those that ordered. Again, we did order like 10 extra sweatshirts, so if you didn't, um, let us know. Uh, but, yeah. All, All good. Right. Thanks, guys. Sounds good. Thanks. Come on, I said it.